Yes, uh, my name is Hasha and we're at the Byron Farmer's Market. Uh, what a beautiful Thursday. The sun is shining. It's an amazing day and it also reminds us how lucky we are to be living in this beautiful country. It's also a reminder for us to spare a moment to think about people in other lands who, even as we enjoy our lives here, are struggling. I just spent a month in Nepal. I was one of the lucky ones. I managed to leave the country 48 hours before the quake struck on the 23rd of April. What can I say? A beautiful country, amazing landscape, absolutely beautiful people, always smiling. So I wish them well. There are a couple of benefits happening in the local area. I know that during the Nimbin Mardi Gras and subsequently at the Shannon Market last Sunday, we made a collection and we managed to raise over $1,500, which is being sent across to help local NGOs, Nepali NGOs on the ground. There's also a benefit happening in Malambimbi, Malam Laos Nepal. There's one happening next weekend, I believe, at the Baran Community Center. It's a movie that people are showing to raise money. There's also other regional benefits. So please help the beautiful people of Nepal in this time. Please donate, please give generously, and please remember that we're all interconnected. We're all part of the one planet. Thank you. Hello. 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 My name's Pascal, and currently I'm in the hospital in Byron. I've been here for six and a half months. I have another three months to go because I'm a paraplegic and I've got a pressure sore, so I can't sit. But Byron's still sunny most days. So you escaped from the hospital today, come to the markets. It's very yeah. lovely to see you here. It's great. It's just like the music and for me, who have been so isolated for so long now, it's like I just needed this morning, heard the music and so I just got to come for life, real food and music. What other things do you like to get out and do when you can? Well, when I can, one of the main amazing things I've done is uh, a friend of my son's has duct taped me to his back and he takes me surfing. That's just as well, you're little. Yeah, the only way he can. He says to me, I couldn't do it if you were five kilo heavier. Wow, so what, how does that work? My two sons, where I come from in South Australia, everybody surfs, it's a passion, so I've always watched them and always try, you know, always to feel oh, what would it feel like and picture it. And, and one day he said, oh, you know, he's quite strong. He said, I reckon I could tape you to my back and take you out there. And I said, oh, yeah, when? When can we try And we tried and it worked. And I think this is this on YouTube because the lovely banana man, Craig, had said, you've got to go and talk to that lady. Yeah, or we've also got a Facebook page called duct tape surfing. If you just Google duct tape surfing, someone made a little five minute movie about us. So how was the experience? What does it feel like for you to be sort of feeling so free and moving on the water? Oh, it's, it's just amazing. Not only the, the water, the wave, but also being like if I was standing and, and he's a really good surfer. So he's taken me, you know, in a barrel and a lot bigger waves than the waves here usually, so yeah, it's just been, I can't wait to do it again. Hello, 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 hello. G'day, I'm Jim Beatson and I've just returned from Sydney after attending the funeral of the Bougainvillian independence leader, Moses Havini. Moses was a star student at the University of Papua New Guinea and Bougainville is about a thousand kilometres west of Papua New Guinea and only became a part of PNG 
because in 1895 there was an international swap shop by the British, Germans and the United States to exchange scraps of empire. And Germany quite liked Bougainville, which belonged to Britain. That's how the US and the Germans carved up Samoa at the same conference. As a result of which, the Solomon Islands lost its principal island and became part of PNG. And the Bougainvillians have got nothing to do with Papua New Guinea ethnically, geographically or historically. And the Bougainvillians were living on an island where two companies, the British RTZ Company and the Australian CRA Company, discovered at that time, this was in the mid-70s, the biggest copper and gold deposit on the planet. Because of the First World War, Australia sent a cruiser to PNG and so knocked off German control of New Guinea, which included Bougainville, and so then it became uh, League of Nations trusteeship territory, and then the Japanese invaded and took it over, and then the Americans took it off the uh, Japanese, and then the Americans gave it back to Australia, and then Whitlam gave it back to PNGs. And so they were very angry because they, they had nothing to do with PNG, and of course PNG subsequently became an extremely corrupt country. And Moses Havini was somebody on Bougainville that was a university graduate from the University of Papua New Guinea and he was a sort of a Martin Luther King figure who believed in non-violence but believed that Bougainville didn't want to be part of any country. He wanted Papua New Guinea to be a friend, not a ruler. Hello. 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 How often do you get to go out? Well, it just depends on, you know, the swell and if we boast together in the same spot. At the moment, Ty's in South Australia, home. But he came up, we had a surf at the surf festival here in October, when we can. Yeah. And you're pretty self-sufficient, aren't you? You said that you're living in your van with your dog when you're not yeah. having to be in hospital. <laughs> yeah, I took off. We had a trip to WA, it was a duct tape surfing. And we had an old Toyota Coaster that I couldn't drive because it was a manual. So when we got home, I saw I can travel now and I want to travel and be independent. So I got a van and got it all set up so I can be fully independent. The back doors open automatically, the lifter, then my bed lifts up so I can go through. And then the driver's seat goes back and forth, swivel, so I can transfer from my wheelchair to the seat. And then I've got hand controls. And are you healing okay? Is your pressure wound healing? It's getting there. I'm on a waiting list for surgery, which could be for up to three months. And then will you be staying in Byron for very long or you got plans to move on? I was planning to go up to Cairns. My mum's flying over from France and I was going to meet her in August. So hopefully I can make it. Otherwise she'll come to where I am. Oh, it's lovely to meet you. Thank you. Thanks for giving us the time and telling us a bit of your story. Got any wise words you want to finish with? Have fun and enjoy life. Hello. 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 It's the first really environmental war because it was all over the terrible damage that the mine did to the people that lived in the area where the mine occurs and of course most people here wouldn't realise in a country like Bougainville every speck of ground is owned by some clan or other and if that clan loses its land well it's lost its land forever their children their grandchildren their great-grandchildren in perpetuity. 
Bougainville doesn't have a mechanism for deriving the income that it needs to be independent of PNG because it has only a population of about a quarter of a million. There are financial opportunities right now. There's elections taking place on Bougainville and one of the big issues amongst the people is, as with all Pacific Islanders, what you've got are fish in the ocean, timber on your land and minerals if you're lucky. And once they're gone, there is nothing. The people of Bougainville are, are divided with the majority being against reopening the mine. But they, like everybody else on the planet, want an education system for their kids to be able to grow up in a modern world. They need a health system and they need roads so they can get around. We're all really on the same planet with the same needs. So it's very difficult for poor countries throughout the Pacific and in many countries of the world to survive where us white folk are on top. Uh, what makes you do what you do? A sense of justice and a love of humanity and thinking that the planet is a remarkable place and we need to love it and protect it for everyone forever. Hello, 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 hello. Bazinga.